You're listening to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast where we discuss our favourite tweets and trends from the week. Whether they're social, political, or from the world of sports, we love the unpredictable mess that is Twitter. Enjoy the intro music. Welcome to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast that's all about talking tweets, Twitter, and what else, <laughs> Ridiculousness of the Twitterverse. My name is Fergal, and I'm joined by Sean and Cormac this week. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm okay. Not too bad. What about you? Good. good. We, ne- we nearly didn't have you tonight, Cormac. You were nearly... That's true. I had, in my defence, I've forgotten that it was my sister's birthday. In your defence, you've forgotten it was your sister's birthday. Yeah. That's <laughs> not a defence. So, that's an admission of guilt. Yeah, that is what but, that is. But that's unrelated to, you know, to this. So in my defence, I kind of did remember that I forgot something and then rectified that issue by getting takeaway for the family. So Lovely. back, back in the good back in the good books now. Any any weird purchases this week? Uh, no, just just to follow on from our smart home debate last week, I I got my Nest thermometer in today, and my sexy radiators are on. Fergal, I believe I did send you a picture. You did. They are very Sean, sexy. I didn't send you a picture of my sexy radiators because I, I just wasn't sure you'd be that interested, to be honest. Uh, what? Because are, are the smart technology, are they? No, they're just radiators, but uh, right. they're oh, that kind of... Do you know the old school cast iron radiators? That yeah, I would have been interested in seeing that. I'll send you a photo now, now that they're all hung. All right. Thanks. Lovely. Um, Sean, how's your week? Uh, it was grand. I, I just watched uh, One Division earlier on today. It's excellent. Um, I, won't good. I, have, I, yeah, I won't spoil I it for it you. Yet. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, no, that's really been my week. <laughs> I feel like I feel like I cut you off pretty quickly there. Don't don't ruin it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, <laughs> you up. did. Yeah, no, no, that was the exciting part of my week. It's very uh, good. Oh, well, you did beat me in a game of virtual chess as well. I did. Yeah, yeah. that was. I was proud because I thought I mucked it up, and and then I came back. Luckily for you, I'm terrible. <laughs> um, Sean's a regular queen's gambit of a of a of an individual, isn't he? Sure well, that's is. not my opening move, but uh, it's actually the Zaragoza opening. But All right. yeah. oh god, the, right? The, well, Real Zaragoza. Is that, is that you? Oh, well, okay, so <laughs> <laughs> Cormac, what are you looking at on uh, Twitter this week? What's caught your eye? I'm torn between Tiger Woods and Daft Punk. You know, this year is. Well, this year, as in 2020, 2021, is so strange. Just when you think there's absolutely nothing going on, so something outrageous happens. I think within the space of a day of each other, could have possibly been the same 24 hours, just different sides of the world. Uh, Daft Punk retired 
from from music and Tiger Woods was almost retired from life uh, <laughs> in a car crash. So I I'll probably I'll probably talk about I'll probably talk about Tiger if, if we have a quick bit of time. I suppose we could talk about on how big of a deal you know such a an iconic band like Daft Punk is retiring. Although I'm not hundred percent sure they're fully retired. I don't know about you. Okay, more more conspiracy theories. Um, exactly. Sean, how about yourself? Um, I'm looking at, at Irish Twitter uh, this week. There was uh, somewhat of a debacle in uh, uh, NUIG, uh, for listeners who don't know, so got Galway University um, with the students' union elections and um, some quite interesting things popped up and a, a story that kind of grew legs on me, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. It was, it was an aggressive story as well, so I'm looking forward to hearing about more about yeah. that. Um, I know myself, I'm going to take a look at, well, we are, like, listen, we're a Twitter podcast, so I'm going to take a look at some uh, of the new features that are rolled or announced this week, including the super follower uh, feature, I know, which seems to, looks like it's going to rival the likes of Patreon, and to some people's opinion, only fans, but we'll, we'll have a chat about that. All right. Sean. <laughs> yes. Wait, there's some editing for you right there. I could hear that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I, I kind of burped. All right. Uh, Sean, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, right. What were you looking uh, you You want to talk about uh, Galway, right? Galway University, yeah. Um, yeah. This is a bit of a mad story. I, I don't really know where to start with it. Um, I came across it last night. Uh, this lad came, um, called Keen, and basically he, he must have something to do with the students' union in Galway. And um, he was running the, this trend started called Free Keen. Um, so it basically happened that um, he was making fun of somebody who is a like a fundamental far right Christian and is from a family who's well known in, in those parts um, for being fundamental Christian and having some. They have some kind of, you know, views about LGBT. Um, but the, whatever happened, anyway, there was a students union meeting over Zoom and Keane took a, snap, a snapshot or somebody took a snapshot of this of this individual holding up a sign um, to the screen. And Keane and some other students started making a meme out of it. So kind of making fun of him, putting up um, lots of sort of defamatory kind of sexualized content on the on the page um that your man wouldn't like um and then keen uh was told that um he got an email from the college to say to take the meme down um that's not how the internet works (laughs) that's not how the internet works so basically it said uh, dear keen it has come to my attention that uh, um that uh Post, a, post, a user of your name has posted disparaging language on Twitter and um, such material may damage the reputation of NUIG Galway and the named persons involved and then the sectioned um, you know social media guidelines that you know the bit I couldn't get about it is that it's his own personal account so he's, yeah. allowed, he's allowed to put up what he can on his own personal account I guess I, my only query would be if it was an official Zoom meeting of something to do with the college, then he probably is violating something. 
But in, in terms of so the, the person who put up the sign, Sean, are, are they a far right? Um, so yeah, they're from a, a family. Um, I, I won't mention their name because they're <laughs> they, they, they're they're in uh, legal action with the college. Oh wow! Um, okay. Yeah, well, they have been before, um, and and this story goes way back. It goes way back to twenty fourteen. Okay, well, well, before you get to that, the, the sign yeah. they were holding up in the Zoom meeting, what was that about? Um, I thought he, he interrupted the SU meeting, and I think people were a bit fed up of it because, you know, it was some far-right view that he was coming in on. And basically what, what they put on, <laughs> the, whatever he was holding up, I don't know what he, what he was originally holding up on the screen. But yeah, they, well, it, was, it, was, it was some sort of, like, far-right opinion he decided to... To, to hold up in the middle of Zoom something meeting. something that was just probably annoying so yeah you know the people kind of like rubbed up, i have to, the the picture up now they rubbed up rubbed out what was on the sign and put in like loads of kind of gay sort of derogatory you know sexualized language on it to, to annoy him um so that's what happened because kind of he's the kind of person who would take offense to that i assume yeah because it was religious okay. beliefs um, Okay. so <laughs> So this goes way back then. So your man Keane kind of made a thing that you know this fella has he he ran in the SU elections last March, and he basically based his whole um, campaign on being able to say um, that gay people shouldn't be able to marry. And <laughs> Sorry, in, in college elections. In college elections, yes. So psychopath. So so. So, yeah, but I assume this was under the guise of freedom of speech. Is that, is that where he was going? Um, now, I have to go back to the whole 2014 to explain why. So it's a, it's a big, long sort of kind of loop around. But basically in the campaign, anyway, his campaign, he wanted to argue that, you know, the SU was all about LGBT rights. They didn't want to have um, uh, opinions expressed from other viewpoints. Um, he wanted to get rid of um, the LBGT officer and the sort of like, um, I think it was like a, a foreign emigrants officer or something like that. Um, oh, he, he wanted to get rid of the two of them. Jesus Christ. Um, other, there was other stuff then. He, he, he kind of had a smear campaign against, there was like a, a girl running who had like, who was from Sinn Féin. And I think like she had a, like a social media post from years ago where she, tore down a picture of Leo Faradgar and, you know, was kind of making a standpoint about that. And his whole smear campaign was like, this is a, this is a girl who tears down posters. And then <laughs> <laughs> he just wouldn't shut up about it. So I was looking at his, I was looking at his um, campaign account and like every single, every every single video was about, you know, someone tore down my poster. <laughs> um, I can play one for you if you want to listen. Yeah, it seems to be a case of like, is every, you know, all of his videos seem to be him sort of, you know, crying that, you know, adults don't play a fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Politics may be a dirty game, you know, okay? like it's not fair. I, you know, like, you, you know, that, that boy said a bad word to me or, you know, yeah, it seems, seems to be maybe has been a bit. What's what's the phrase we'd use here in Dundalk? Molly coddled for his. Yeah, and what I love about this too life. is like he's trying to run a campaign to be elected for something, and his campaign is based around non-inclusion. So therefore, oh. he's excluding a large amount of votes. Yeah, his, <laughs> his campaign. The reason I asked Sean about free speech was his. I watched a few of the videos, and his campaign was very much also centered around about 
about free speech. Yes, it's all it, it. It's his free speech, not not Keane's. Who was the other guy that became involved later yeah, on? Yeah, well, it's, that's often the argument. That with yeah, free like so, it's it's free speech for for some of us. <laughs> you know, yeah, little American time. flags. <laughs> yeah, um, this is this exactly, is one of his yeah. his videos. Anyway, he's complaining about um, his posters being torn out. Now, look. I was in SU elections before, and it's it's you know it's sort of an unwritten rule you don't take down posters. But he obviously got under a few people's skin, and um, so he went on to claim that this this is how the Ku Klux Klan started. And um, yeah, so it, I'll, I'll let you listen. So good morning, everybody. We're just uh, here on the bridge. Um, we've been doing a bit of canvassing, just uh, with the students coming into college in the morning. Um, Unfortunately, the first thing we noticed when we got on campus this morning was that uh, a huge number of our posters uh, were gone, uh, ripped off the walls, uh, just disappeared. A very, very unfortunate, uh, very difficult, very hard. Uh, for example, this poll here, uh, we had six posters on this poll yesterday. Uh, this morning, when we got onto campus, there's none. Um, and instead, what we have, uh, very concerningly, just over here, is a, uh, a pile of ashes. Uh, presumably the ashes of the posters that were on the pole yesterday. Uh, so this is a terrible example of the way things are at NUIG. Uh, this is the type of behavior that you see uh, the Ku Klux Klan engaging in, oh, uh, in, in other countries around the world. Uh, but it's happening right here at UIG. <laughs> so, <laughs> there, there, um, there's, no, there's no marginalized minority quite like the straight white man, is there? Jesus I, I didn't know the Ku Klux Klan had a branch in, in Galway. I didn't know yeah. that either. Yeah. And I gotta be honest, I, I've heard of them doing, you know, I think tearing down posters is one of the, the least of kind of offences I've heard about. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not their usual um, modus operandi. Yeah, well, it, yeah. It's, it's funny, like his posters were, um, his tagline was welfare for the few, not the, not the, or welfare for the many, not the few. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. He looks, can I just say, he looks like a fucking dweeb. <laughs> Jesus yeah, he, Christ. He, he makes me very angry. He just makes me angry and that was before he started talking and then when he started talking I realised that he took himself very very seriously he does that thing where he talks with his hands a lot specifically his fist and thumb uh, yeah and yeah. for some reason it, it's not a lisp I know it isn't a lisp he he makes really wet noises when he talks. And I, think, <laughs> I think that's terrible. It sounded like um, so it did sound like something from the thick of it, or you know what I mean. It just it it, it just that was so unbelievably serious. For like, here is a poll. It had six posters. Now yeah. it has yeah. none. Now look at the ashes. Um, look at this pile of ashes. What I love at the pile of ashes is that the entire ground is clean around like a perfect circle of ashes as well. Yeah, it's something you'd see in Alan Partridge. <laughs> They've clearly swept around it, like. And I don't want to like we're not here to point fun at his 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 looks or his way of speaking, but it's it's his policies more so 
Sean, I believe you yeah. said so, so, so this goes way this goes way back. The reason that he's 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 taking this all up about about um gay marriage is because of his family. So his, his family have you know fundamental religious views. And it goes back to way before the, the gay marriage referendum when he had brothers and sisters who were in the college. And they had um it was it was called the Christians Union Society, and they had when when the whole referendum was coming up. They were handing out leaflets with propaganda, anti sort of gay marriage propaganda. Um, and I'd say what happened was there was some references being made to uh, and what I would you know rightly see as far right propaganda as uh, men boy relationships. And uh, they spoke into a slide into the abyss, uh, the abyss of redefinition regarding marriage. So that obviously kind of ruffled a few feathers. They had a sit in protest. Um, because their you know their pamphlets were destroyed, and then that was met with a counter protest, and that made the RT, RT news um, at the time. So what what this individual has a problem with is way back then, the students' union took a side, took the you know they didn't take a neutral side; they took the, the side of the LBTQ protesters. Um, so this is seen to be you know years later after the after the whole thing is done and dusted, he's still bringing it back up. He's still going back to, <laughs> back to this. Um, and that's, that's why he ran for, for welfare um, in the college, just okay. for this one thing. <laughs> so, so I suppose not to move things, but where does, where does what happened in the last 24 to 48 hours on Twitter come into it? Cause so, I, I see, I see, I, 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 I had a look at the thread and I couldn't, I couldn't really track it down other than this meme, as you say. There's obviously a history here between these two. Yeah, so so this fella Keen put up the meme and uh, he, he got the email off the college and he's like, what the hell? Um, right, it's yeah. it's sort of hypocritical that this guy was also, um, this religious guy was also given it that the college had, before the, um, during during the pandemic, the college were trying to bring in this sort of um, agreement that students would sign, um, you know, to, to say that if, if they were kind of partying or they were kind of doing something they weren't supposed to be doing during the pandemic, that, you know, to be open to criticism and take it on board and change their, change their beliefs. And he saw this as an over an overarching, um, that, you know, the college were going too far and trying to change what people think. And he had a big campaign about it. Um, and then now it just seems hypocritical that he kind of went and squealed on this fella Keen um, for putting up uh, a meme about him um, for his, you know, you know his wrong. <laughs> like yeah. he, he he went, you know, I, I see yeah. it as as religion. Fun, it's fundamental dogma. Religion, religion mm-hmm. is a thing that's a toy that's to be played with in your own home. It's not something you bring out into public and expect other people to play with those toys. And that's what he's done. And he's got backlash over it, and it looks like he can't can't take it. And he's like you would in this, like you're in college now, so like you're an adult. You're you, you put out views if you get you know held up on them or you, you get made fun of about them. They're scrutinized. Yeah. If they're if they're scrutinized, you're an adult. You have to take it on board. You don't go. It's it's like something you do in a schoolyard. You go to the teacher and you say he said something about me. Yeah, uh, that's that's what I read into it. Anyway, I don't know what you think. But that's what I said, kind of said at the beginning. I think you probably put it better than I did. But I said to be like he's obviously been 
Molly Coddle, as we say, in town for most of his life and kind of been told, always told he was right. And if he was anybody, if any of his friends probably challenged him or questioned or pushed, pushed him to the ground, even playing a game when he was a child, you know, he was probably, his parents and his family told him he was probably right, not wrong. So it's, it's obviously continued into his his adulthood. What I found very funny about one of his videos was he came kind of like, even if you have a cough, you know, like that you're supposed to now disclose it to the college. I don't think that's what the college were suggesting. I just find it interesting that the college then got on to Keen because like I know we've had this conversation a lot in the last couple of weeks about cancelling or whatever it is and mm. private in, private institutions or private businesses are welcome to cancel whoever they want but I don't think in this case they are right Sean I, I, I think they're very very wrong yeah like I, would I, imagine, said. I would imagine Keen is paying fees to go to that college I doubt he's there um, for free so I imagine he's paying a fee and I'm not particularly sure they can tell him what to write on his own personal Twitter. If it came from a student union account, he probably would be answerable, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, as far as I read in the policy, that's what seemed to be in the policy. You have to be associated with the college or it has to be a college account in some way. Um, reading to a couple of tweets about, so the free, free keen hashtag started trending. Um, uh, Amy Noodles 33 put uh, put up may damage uh, may damage the reputation of NUI Galway and the name person, as if NUI Galway and the name person haven't horrifically damaged their own reputations. NUIG have absolutely embarrassed themselves this year, and don't get me started on that family um, that that are involved. Um, yeah, so it's a lot of people kind of are. are I was reading through tweets. Some people on the CEO were kind of kind of saying. I don't like what that's going on. That puts me off going to NUIG. Um, yeah, so that's... Yeah. Oh, they wouldn't like that. They wouldn't like that, yeah. No. Brilliant. Listen, I actually feel like I learned something there, Sean. Thanks very much. The story had so many more legs. I could have went so many other yeah. ways. It was a rabbit hole. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm going to look up some of it after this, actually. It looks really interesting. Yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was Keen from Westlife uh, when I seen it last yeah. <laughs> So uh, sh- shout out to Keen anyway. Um, yeah. To keep it real. What's his handle? Uh, Keen. Well, it's, it's, his, it's his name at Keen Mortimer. He's from Mayo. He's from Very Mayo. Good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Cormac, what were you looking at yourself this week? Tiger Woods is back in the news. Uh, guys, when I seen it's funny actually how things culturally shift so much. When I seen Tiger trending, my actual first thoughts were, Fergal, I know you like this. We're actually towards Tiger King. I thought, oh, yep. I don't know what's happening there. I have, <laughs> but, I have decorated my bathroom in my house um, yeah. after Tiger King. You, you've seen the wallpaper. I, I have, yes, I, I have indeed. But uh, Tiger Woods was involved in a near fatal crash on Tuesday, I think it was. At the time, I, I suppose everybody did think, you know, God, he's a, he's a goner. Because I don't know if you've seen pictures of the crash. The first I seen of it was on Twitter on CNN. And like it looked pretty, it looked pretty bad. It wasn't like the first time he had a crash where his wife ran down the driveway after him with a golf club and smashed the windscreen. Did, did uh, either of you see photos of of this crash? Yeah, the car was a was the car upside down, wasn't it? 
it was upside down. It seemed to travel like maybe 70 feet across uh, between the, I suppose, the lane he was in and the outside of the freeway where he ended up. It, it's still kind of up in the air. What I did notice and what Twitter did notice is the difference. Uh, he is a celebrity, but the difference in reporting uh, of when things like this happen in, in America to a celebrity and when it happens here or in Europe to a celebrity, like we get a lot yeah. less, we get a lot less. And that was something that was cropped up. Like we, we tend to get a lot less information. Like we all know of the famous Irish sports star fighter. Yes. You know, like that's what we get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Twitter, Irish Twitter was commenting on how tighter our libel laws seem to be. Whereas in America, the sheriff was out in front of the camera 20 minutes later going, oh yeah, we have a uh, Mr. Mr. Eldrick Tiger Woods in hospital for... Oh, I always forget that's his name. Yeah. So It always catches me, I suppose. I got, a lot, I got a lot of people kind of talking on Twitter in general, not so much about the crash, but it was the interesting reaction about the crash on Twitter was, it was actually positive, if that sounds weird. Yeah. Like, this time around, a lot of people were like, pray for Tiger. <laughs> Whereas, you know, the last time round, it was like, that Tiger Woods is a box bastard. <laughs> I think it depends on the circumstances of your yeah, crash, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> it's like, he's, his story has done, since he won the match, that's, like since he won the Masters in 2019 or 2018, like it's been like complete redemption arc. When they do a biopic about his yeah. life, it's going to be such a great, great film. It will. It'll be really good. <laughs> we'll have literally have everything in it. They're already talking about who might play him. It's getting maybe. It's getting like just talk about my, like Michael B. Jordan, but like they'd want to be doing that in the next couple of years Ooh. if they wanted the likes of him to do it. Good choice. Good actor. Yeah. But you know, like, I well, he's quite young. But anyway, that's but that's not really. But like, Sean's right. Like, it'll be such a good film, and people did mention that. I suppose on on Twitter, kind of people were wondering, oh no, what are the circumstances around this crash? What's what's happened? And uh, I done a bit of digging, and I, you know, not like detective like digging. I'm not like a private eye <laughs> not not a fine comb no it's not Elliot confidential here but he's he's now on to his if you count to one the other day he's on his sixth back surgery since you know i think could be 2008 2009 so i don't think he's 15 time major winner as twitter reminded me he jack nicholas holds the record with 18 can either of you actually see him I, I don't see him returning to to competitive golf now after this. From what I've read, it sounds like he'd be lucky to swing a club at all. Um, yeah, I think he's narrowly avoiding a wheelchair. Although, if he does come back to play professional golf again, think of that ending for the biopic, Sean. Yeah, like, that'd be sure. amazing. <laughs> it'd, be, so it'd be like a roller coaster. There'd be so many ups and downs. <laughs> but isn't yeah. it funny how quickly, like, that was one of the things I noticed on Twitter, how quickly we are to forgive and forget sort of thing because he didn't have an affair with my wife i mean true true he didn't but i wouldn't call it i wouldn't call it an affair i'd I'd call it an absolute free-for-all no um, (laughs) i said it generously what's that thing called again as you said as you said before you came on air yeah (laughs) sex sex something sean (laughs) he has a sex something (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. Sex addiction, Sean. That's it. <laughs> but Sean, it's interesting you bring up his his sex something because a lot of people are tweeting out that they just got finished watching. It's a two part documentary and it's just called Tiger. And a lot of people were tweeting about it. And I did I did watch it and I'd really recommend anybody that has um, any interest in Tiger Woods to go and watch that two part documentary about an hour and 30 each, each episode. It's really, really good. It was only released the end of last year. Um, it does tell a bit of a sorry story about there's, yeah. some, there's some interesting stuff in it. Like I didn't know that his his dad was sort of cut from the same cloth, so to speak. Oh, spiders, spiders, come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> So Tiger would be going for a golf lesson and his dad would be in the Winnebago with a away. couple of very friendly women. That's what Excellent. Um, Brilliant. But the, the second quick bit of news was culturally huge news this week. I think for everybody from the ages of, God, 18 to, at this stage, including my my brother's age, 18 to 45, maybe more, Daft Punk um, broke up. Uh, it was that was that was major news. I'm sure both of you seen that this week. Yeah, pretty gutted over that. Um, I did see someone tweet out that they're disappointed that they won't be doing the music for Tron Tree whenever that comes out. Is that is that tune come out? <laughs> Apparently, yeah, Disney are looking at it again, and the soundtrack to the, the that recent, which was an underrated movie, I thought. The, the recent movie a couple of years ago, the soundtrack was brilliant. Like it was all it was all Daft Punk. So so twenty eight years they were together. Oh. Um, I suppose I don't know about you guys, but most people on Twitter on Irish Twitter anyway would have got into them from what people were tweeting out was maybe early two thousands, maybe secondary school for us. Yeah. Um, around the world came out and became an absolutely huge song their their album discovery is absolutely fantastic did you know and not many people know this right if you look it up on youtube the whole album is a feature-length film i did hear yeah, it, right. but i yeah. haven't looked yeah. it. i haven't yeah, watched it's like it. a cartoon and you know there's, there's a whole story behind it it's absolutely deadly i i used to when i was in in six year i used to sit sit at night and just watch the movie <laughs> yeah. it's a lot of people tweet. A lot of people did tweet about that, and a lot of people also tweeted that they by far had one of the best live albums of all time. I think it was called Daft Punk Alive, and I think it was mostly recorded at a gig, uh, a concert in Paris. But I'd recommend anyone, you know, listening that wants to listen to something. I know, I know that that Scottish, listen. I know that Scottish comedian Limmy, who's really popular on Twitter. At yeah. Daft Limmy, uh, I think once a week he tweets out, uh, "Check out Daft Punk's new single, Get Lucky If You Get the Chance." Sound of the summer, and that's like that's been once a week for about two years now. He's been he's been tweeting that out. Fantastic. Can can I before I finish up on Daft Punk and, and yeah. hand it over to you, Fergal? Can I go back to Tiger Woods for a second because I've forgotten something? Oh, okay. <laughs> I think Sean will 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 like this. Uh, that night when Tiger Woods had his accident, I. I think I messaged you guys saying, God, look at this, Tiger Woods. But then very quickly afterwards, uh, Ari Kovler, who is a reporter in America, said, tweeted out, so there's a serious point here. John, this is about QAnon. So there's a serious point here. QAnon finds meaning in everything. 
every car crash, every resignation, every death, every arrest could be part of the plan in inverted commas. Every tweet might be comms. So then Ari Kovler tweeted out some screenshots he found of QAnon supporters uh, tweeting about Tiger Woods. Look, there's only three of them, so I'll just read them out very quickly if we if you have a bit yeah, of time. Yeah, go for it. So it was the statement from the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department confirmed that it was Tiger Woods, and then the discussion started. Tiger Woods is in moderate con- to critical condition and having surgery. Let's pray, pray he comes out stronger. Pray for this man and hope the guy who tried to kill him pays. Then someone, hmm, they tried to kill him? Question mark. Then somebody else, what did he know? Or is he par- Is he dark and getting the easy way out? I can't even discern correctly anymore. Prayers. Now, I don't know what any of that means. Sean, you might know. Tiger Woods is alive right now. It wasn't even him. Let's see if this report changes. Ghost Ezra <laughs> tweeted, attempted to take out Tiger, protected by the White Hats for something else. Maybe it's a distraction. Look over here, but not at what Biden is doing in DC. Time will tell. I'd be glued to the Tiger story. That's for sure. So, Sean, <laughs> I know you love these things, but it seems there seems to suggest that the deep state has gone out of the way to take out Tiger Woods to make sure that it doesn't matter who to take out, but as long as they're not looking at what, um, what Biden is doing, what you know, Smokey Joe is doing in in DC. <laughs> so that's mad. I sorry. Thanks for letting me go back to that for a second, Fergal. I will hand over to you if I see any more crazy QAnon Tiger Woods news. I'll I'll ever, let everybody know. QAnon, the gift that keeps on giving, huh? Um, I know myself this week, I've been looking at uh, just a really quick thing, actually, just about the new feature that Twitter announced this week. Um, uh, They made a few announcements regarding kind of updates to the product and stuff. Um, So have you guys heard of this? Uh, There's a new product called Superfollow. I just saw it today and it disgusted me. Why did it disgust you, Sean? I I, just like as if as if someone would be important enough that you know you'd, you'd pay to see their tweets it's a kind of I, for me it defeats the whole purpose of the platform i think um you know the monetization of tweets as well like who, like who do you think it's been aimed at really though is it like me and you who might be following someone or is it aimed at like people that have millions of followers like barack obama or bruce springsteen or I got it. Oh, like like Guns and Roses or Kanye West or. Well, they're aiming at content creators, so take from that what you want. But but that's the target audience in, in terms of like who would be providing said um, tweets. So listen, if anyone who doesn't know what it is, Super Follow is basically meant to be like Patreon, or if anybody knows, I guess OnlyFans in some ways, and that you you follow a certain person. And they would have exclusive, they'll have the regular tweets, but they'll also have exclusive tweets that you need to pay um, $5 a month for. And then that's a set flat fee for everybody, apparently. Um, but Only that's fans it's is cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, five, five, $5 a month. And um, you, so basically you'd get exclusive content, such as some you know exclusive tweets, I guess. or And those tweets could contain media, so whether they're pictures, videos, audio, whatever that is. 
you also um if the person's doing them you get um there's new there's a new uh newsletters feature called uh, review and you get newsletters from your content creators as well uh which i think would be like a snapshot of everyone you're following i think that's the, the, the purpose of it i could be wrong there uh but also uh, you get like a little badge if you want you put a little badge on your your profile picture or your your profile saying that you follow i follow cormac i'm one of his super followers uh, and little bits and pieces like that um but yeah it looks like it'll be a a, a set fee uh, they're also looking at other products like that's called twitter spaces which is i think some sort of uh, audio chat service but i'm not really sure how that would work um, but they're also looking into. Oh, um, I, I was looking into that. It's, it's there's a there's a rival um, uh, app called Clubhouse, or that's like, right, yeah, where you're speaking into the thing. It's just like clips with people talking. And I think so it's, it's meant WhatsApp. to rival. It's just WhatsApp. It's just like WhatsApp with audio messages. Yeah, yeah. So you can listen to a whole conversation of people having a debate. Say, for instance, like I, I saw some oh. intellectuals. Would you say um, having a having a debate on um, on Clubhouse? That you could tune into. Weird um, little fans of the likes of Jordan Peterson would love that, wouldn't they? Possibly, yeah. <laughs> little creeps. Anyway, um, so there's also got like they're, they're releasing their own version of um, uh, like Facebook groups called communities as well. So it looks like they're kind of they're, they're branching out. Twitter's always been a very simple product, you know. You, you you say what you think and you put it out there. It's 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 always just been the the status version of Facebook, I guess. But it looks like they're branching out a little bit now. And it's kind of big concerns that it's going to ruin uh, the, the product um, to a certain extent. Um, some people on Twitter wanted, you know, different announcements to be made. Um, someone suggested the Supra Unfollow. Uh, that came from at Kid Godzilla. Uh, he said, Super Unfollow, not only do I unfollow you, but you have to pay me $10. Um, I, I did see other stuff like uh, from at Dennis um, Molusky tweeted out, um, that he would have preferred to get a, an edit button. He would have paid five five dollars a month for an oh, edit button. Oh, easily. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel so stupid when I when I I really take a lot of time to put together a good tweet, and then I see a spelling mistake, and then it's off, oh, yeah, and then I delete it and start over again. Happens to me. Yeah. But you could you could have missed. You see, like it's a very it's a very very small window, Sean. Like you know, in, mm. in terms of especially see, when something's yeah. trending very quickly. Mm. You got you got to get that going quickly. Yeah, it has it has, as I said, it's it sparked a bit of debate online. All right, um, at Northerly Rose tweeted out, "All accounts are equal, but some accounts are more equal than others." <laughs> yeah, like I can't see it working on as like as what you would call it Irish Twitter. Like part of the thing about being Irish is, you know, that kind of off the cuff, really odd local humor. Like you know, like there'll be people I won't mention their names, but there'll be people I follow on Twitter who have thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of followers. Followers, but I wouldn't pay to. Well, here's the thing: I, I was that. looking at that. I, I was looking at that flip side, Cormac, and I agree. With you. It's like if people have built up their followers based on the free tweeting they've done, but now I do wonder if people like, let's say, uh, Michael Fry, Justine Stafford, are they going to? make possibly a bit of money off some of the free content that they've been putting out there but then having said that the likes of michael fry is getting a lot of attention this week you know based on the the, the comedy um songs he's been releasing he's, he's just had a, a, an article written about him in irish independent that came out today yeah like mm. i suppose it would come down to then 
the big thing on Twitter isn't so much likes as it would be on Facebook. It'd, it'd be retweets, you know. Like, yeah. Yeah. Can 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 somebody who doesn't subscribe to them see a retweet from somebody? Like, say, let's say I subscribe. I'm him. Justine, Justine or Michael, five-year-old month, and if I retweet it, if you if you're not a subscriber to theirs, can can you see it? Yeah. In the one hand, it give it, and the other hand, Fargo, it take it away. I tell you what, I'd say Donald Trump is fucking ripping right now. I'd say so. Yeah. (laughs) It's been banned from Twitter. That would have been a serious revenue stream. I don't know about Michael. I assume he's of a similar mind, but I did see. I think. Justine Stafford and a couple of others saying that no, it wouldn't be really for them. You know, it's not. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. I think she. I think she did. Now, I suppose if they were making a specific video for some sort of sponsorship or something like that, I suppose I, I, I wouldn't have an issue with them charging for that. But yeah, if it's well, just okay, a, I... if it's just a comment on a trend that's, you know, if it's a t- mm. if it's a take on a trend that's popped up, I'd be like, ah, oh, lads. Yes, yeah. but see, there's already a platform for that. Like I know journalists have, I think it's is it Substack. Yeah, and and and, and Patreon as well. And Patreon, and Patreon, but like Substack, like you you know, a fella I was I was following, he's nearly writing a book and he's releasing a chapter a week, and you you pay for that. You know, that's on Substack. I I just don't see why you'd pay for, you know, a tweet. I, I feel like when, when it's come to extra products, it's just outside of its its usual product. Twitter always seems to kind of miss the boat a little bit. But yeah. um, I, I I did one of the one of the more level headed kind of tweets I saw about this was um, an account called Spicy Panda Puff, <laughs> but he's an artist. Go on. Um, who who I think his drawings are a bit spicy, let's say. But he did had a, a really good tweet. Um, it's it's just it's a two part thread. Just basically said, "Yikes! I just heard about the super follow thing. My mixed feelings. As a creator, I was thinking of using Patreon down the line. It's not always easy making uh, a living off art, so helping creators do that is important. But at the same uh, at the same time, ex- exclusivity uh, could breed elitism. I don't want to close off my art to people that enjoy what I do. I think that if this thing on Twitter does take off, I may use it instead of Patreon, but." Paid followers will only increase content access. Uh, people following won't get less than they are now. So it's it just kind of interesting. I've, I've heard a few tweets about elitism as well, and, and kind of like echo chambers. Sean, I know that's a big thing for you on Twitter. So let's just create bigger echo chambers. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Well, it does, but I suppose it's going to come down to what way are Twitter going to, we say, in inverted commas. Police this. This is no. I could be completely. You could be completely thinking about it completely differently than I am. But is this going to apply to trends? Because like, most trends are off the cuff. If if yeah. they're if they're if they're retweeting their opinion or their idea on a trend, like like let's take the Tiger Woods thing. Hashtag Tiger Woods. Are they going to be able to charge you for for dash, or is that going to be free? My assumption, Cormac, would be that you will see that that person has tweeted something, but you won't see the tweet. So it'll probably just say, you know, like, you know, at tweets ahead cast. Right. And then um, you 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 need to pay to see this content would be my assumption. Yeah, you're probably right. It's just I'm wondering because because trends are free, you know. Yeah. So I, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I'd be wondering. Are you, yeah, are, you, so, are you going to get a two tier Twitter system then? That's just going to mess everything up. 
Yeah, I, I think it's in the long term it's a bad idea. But listen, we'll see what happens and, and how it develops. Fergal, are yeah. we going to have super follows? Sean, <laughs> Sean, who, who, who would super follow us? I don't know. <laughs> If, if, we got, if we got them to listen to us first, that yeah, would be true. Yeah. True. Fergal, <coughs> yeah. Fergal, can I also ask, why didn't you cover the new Spider-Man movie? Uh, honestly, I thought this is more relevant to Twitter, oh, but yeah, I, right, I, I did yeah. see, yeah, but I, but I did see there's a lot of social media shenanigans going on with the, yeah, the new Spider-Man right. title it there. It seems very yeah. up your street. I don't know. Sean, do Listen, you, do I like to keep people that? guessing. Yeah, I thought yeah, yeah. I, I was expecting to have you know. So was I. Bands about Spider Man, but fully um, expecting a bit of super you know, follows. Well, listen, the Spider Man episode will be part of our uh, paid for uh, podcast features. Uh, you need to super follow us to hear the Spider Man content. Wow. Yeah. I will not be following that one. <laughs> I won't sell myself out like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well. On that note, lads, listen, thanks very much for joining me this week. As always, you can listen to us on all the major podcast platforms, such as Apple Anchor, Spotify, CastBox, you name it. We are on it. As always, the music was Bill Coleman. Welcome to The Breakdown. Please do like, share, subscribe, and even review the podcast. You can find us on most social media platforms at Tweets Ahead Cast. Cormac and Sean, thanks very much. I'll see you next week.